Hey, welcome to the Monkey House Primates. So, thanks so much. I've asked around here to quickly uh, let you all know that we're in Sydney. We're about to be in Brisbane. So uh, very quick stop in Sydney. We're just here for a few nights. So come and see us. And then what are we doing? We're going up to Brisbane. We're going to do a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart at Good Chat. And we're also doing a couple of Dryer Dryers, our comedy festival show. It's the last run of the whole tour. So come on down, Brisbane. That's right. And in Sydney, we're at the Manning Bar and at the Chippo for the Who Knew It. Really pumped up. Hopefully see you all there. Uh, now on with the show. Ook, ook. What is that what the monkey say? Yeah, ooga cha cha. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/achieve today. This episode is brought to you by Evan Munro Smith's Myths. Fuck, that's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit PlanetBroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates in popular culture from Chimpan A all the way down to Chimpan Z. When are we going to do primates from unpopular culture? Well, I mean, we've done some of those, but I don't like to no, point that right. out. I'm in the middle of the... No one's ever interrupted the oh intro my before. God. What a weird thing to do. What a dog. Sorry. You're getting too comfortable. It's your fourth week in a row and you're getting comfortable. <laughs> yeah, you can't be... You can't be a dog on a primate podcast. Yeah, uh, dog. Don't dog, don't don't dog, dog the boys. <laughs> Or the girls. Thank girls you. Girls can be dog too. Thank you. Thank you. This week on the show, coming back into the monkey house from Stupid Old Studios and the host of the Gamey, Gamey, Game, Game show, it's Evan Munro-Smith. Hey, it's not a game show, just to be clear. It's okay. a, a, a show about it's a, games. It's a no. show about games, but it's not a game no, show. No, it is a game show. People go... There's no buzzers, no contestants. I thought it was all about, I've been on it about 10 times. I thought it was all about uh, the guidebook called The Game, which is all about <laughs> picking up ladies. Well, technically, I think life is about that. Yeah, that's like, true. Under, there's an undercurrent in life which is about getting them women A- by naked. always be gaming. Have you actually read this? I'm scared that you have too much knowledge about this book. <laughs> I mean, all of those—that was all on the first page. But yeah, I could go, I could go deeper in. Yeah, yeah. They, the first page, oh. they do a parody of the Glen Gary, Glen Ross scene. Always be closing. That's how they start the book. Oh. oh. And also on the show, also from Stupid Old Studios, as well as a Kentucky Fried Chatting podcast and writer for Sean McAuliffe's Mad as Hell. Oh, that's not it's been going Petratus. long enough for me to. Okay. Someone put me on IMDb is doing a bunch of episodes. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You've done a been... bunch. You've done three. Yeah. Three. That's enough. <laughs> okay. How many in a bunch? I say three plus. Yeah. Yeah, I... I'd say that's the minimum. Minimum amount. for a bunch. I think the yeah. mi- No, I think about six is a bunch. Like, no, if you could definitely a... have a bunch of, but I've definitely gone to the supermarket and got a bunch of bananas, which is three. Yeah, but... Thanks for talking bananas. <laughs> That actually is very odd theme. But anyway, yeah. no, don't associate me with that. I haven't done anything. 
You haven't been in for a while in the monkey house, Beck. Yes. Since the episode about Beast Wars. Oh, what a beautiful time. And we had the great characters like uh, Rat Trap. Of which I still keep asking my mum, like on on the daily. She calls, she goes, (laughs) hello, Beck, my child. And I say, mum, where's my Rat Trap toy? Where's that Rat Trap toy at? Yes, I love you as well, but where's my Rat Trap toy? Where my Rat Trap toy? I think it's in the back shed. She won't go in there, full of spiders. Oh. Well, you love her, but does she love you? No, not, not, not enough, enough to, to go into the shed. Get bitten by a bunch of white tails. Oh. What a shame. Was there a spider beast war? Yeah, I think there was. Arachna- mm. I feel like the lady was a spider. Yeah, and she spoke like this, maybe. Was I that, reckon that in the back shed there'd be probably. actual rat traps. Oh. Yeah, she comes back and goes, is this the rat trap you want? <laughs> <laughs> got a dead rat, rat in just- <laughs> That's my toy from There's rat childhood. traps from all around our apartment building. Are there? I yeah. haven't seen those. No, there definitely oh, are. Oh, no. You could have any of those. Listeners <laughs> might not you. know that you two live in the same apartment building. Yes, yeah. as uh, as Broden Kelly from Auntie Donna. Wow, that is an all-star apartment Stop building. Stop telling people <laughs> where we live. I'm not telling people where we live. Well, oh, now no. they only need to follow one of your home <laughs> and they've followed all of your home. <laughs> Far out. Beck, did you know this about Evan? I mean, you, you live in the same apartment building, so maybe yeah. you do. But his favourite primate mm. is the human, in particular, Andy from Toy Story. Did you know that? <laughs> yes, I knew that. Also, it's I tried. Not strictly true. I tried to buy. I'm, I'm so sad. There were some woody socks the other day. I saw them. And I was like, oh, these would be perfect for Evan. Except I turned them over. I'm like, it should have Andy written on the bottom, and it didn't. Oh, that. Because would that be would have been. Evan would have loved it. That would have been the best thing ever. Evan, would you ever consider getting an Andy tattoo on the sole of your foot? Because that would be pretty sick. Um, no. Oh, okay. I have, I'm now considering it. That's a great idea. It's it, a good idea. It's a great idea. It wouldn't last because you'd you you reckon it'd get it rubbed off. off? Oh, yeah. A like, friend that's of the mine... same with fingers. Like, if you get tattooed fingers. You just keep getting it redone. Oh, yeah. God. Like Woody Commit. from Toy Story. Oh, God. What a nightmare. And eventually it comes off and you're right down. Bobsy or whatever the new girl was. I I have not seen the new one yet. How quickly we forget. You don't know about Bobsy? I don't know about Bobsy. (laughs) What was her name? Was it Bobsy? (laughs) It was not Bobsy. Evan said to me, Evan said to me after he saw Toy Story, he's like, what did you, you were like, one of the characters in it reminded me of you, Forky, you know, because you say you're trash. <laughs> you kept trying to get in the bin, like you. I'm like, this is accurate. Yeah. I should see it's this on movie. brand for you. It's very on brand. All right. I've just Googled Toy Story 4 Kid, <laughs> and the first thing that came up is Disney recalls Toy Story 4 Forky plush citing choking hazard. <laughs> is that it? Is that her name? <laughs> it's longer than I remember. Doesn't sound right. Choking hazard is a beautiful name. Uh,. This doesn't matter. People are annoyed at home, and so, either for they're us, screaming at the podcast. They're screaming at their either going. This is what or... the answer is, or they're going. No one gives a shit. Move on, Bonnie. Bonnie. Oh, that I... is so close to Bobsy. Oh, I know. Bonnie. Yeah, I knew it was. It was. You were not far off, but it wasn't Bobsy. I mean, you were far off enough that I didn't understand that you met Bonnie, and well, I definitely know her. Her Bonnie close is. friends oh. call her Bobsy. Hey, and is is that a forky plush, like a squishy? Fork? Yeah, that's dumb. That's yeah, the no, dumbest thing ever. Oh, that, I felt like that made sense. You know why kids are choking on it? Because they don't want to live anymore when they see <laughs> that forky plush. You've given me this forky plush. I'm going to swallow it How until I'm dead. How is it a dead. choking? I, if they made a hard fork, then I'd think that that's a choking hazard. Mm. A plush fork? What's wrong with that? 
I don't know. You, I reckon you could suffocate yourself pretty easily yeah, with you a can, plush fork. Kids can suffocation is not choking. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Evan. That's Why good. do you? You're so sure about that. Yeah. Stop murdering people. Maybe they're similar. Yeah, I think they're in the same ballpark. Anyhow, okay. sorry. So Evan's favorite primate <laughs> is human. Yes. And uh, Beck, I'm trying to get some guests to come in and explain to them that there's better options out there. Yeah. Do you have any suggestions? Look, I have one that has been giving me great joy. I had a stressful day yesterday, and um, I just and this is quite an old meme, um, but I, I I really like it. Um, and it it technically is not a primate, but also it's technically not anything. Okay. So you know it. It's known as the monkey cat meme okay, in some parts of the close. internet. Yeah. Uh, other parts of the internet, it's, I think, the, per- what's it called? The Persian Guardian, Persian Cat, what the, what is it? Persian Cat Room Guardian. What's and it sort of looks like this. Oh, my God. And it's like a, a, a cat That's monkey creepy. hybrid. Oh. Uh, its arms are bendable, so they're on wires. And I feel like the expression it's giving off is the expression that's in my soul, which is like, I don't know. I don't know how I got here. That, that looks it looks more like a a monkey than a cat. That's what I thought, and and is it in different situations? Here it's it is at a birthday party. Or is it no, a it's toy. It's a to- it's made, and then um nope, that's a gif of Mark. Uh, this is a uh, it is a wizard. Oh okay, yeah. Where's now it I get it. Come from so it comes from deviant art. Uh, someone makes these room guardians All that right. they describe as small creatures that protect one's homes from negative spirits and energy. Okay. It's quite an old meme. It's from 2013 or oh, 2016. Like it's between those years. And does it have a name? Uh, I think it's just called Persian Cat Guardian. Oh okay. Uh, it's made by Onya Boys. Nope. Onya Boz. Onya and your nah. It's on made by someone. On your body. On your Bobsy. Bobsy. And I just think I think it's a good middle ground between I think monkey that could be and your, cat. Yeah, I really think, Evan, this could be a gateway primate. Like, this could you be like cats? I mean, I'm not that fond of cats, really. You do like cats. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Look at it. Look at its creepy human hands. That is, no, that is, yeah, that yeah, is Yeah, I'll creepy. zoom really That's, close to why its Why has face? it got human hands? I can't get Hopefully close to Hopefully those face. listening at home are also zooming so yes. that this isn't too tedious. <laughs> you, should, you should Google this if you're listening to this uh, on your phone or yeah, something. Yeah, just Google monkey cat meme uh, and you'll get a whole article about it. But there's many pictures of it. And I also just want, I think I want to buy this. I'm going to do a job where I can have it in my house. Are I they reckon. expensive? Uh, probably. Does does writing for Sean McCullough's matters help preclude oh. you from owning a, a, a real life meme? Uh, if it does, then I won't get it. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> Is it? Are you saying it's sort of some sort of tyrannical workplace? No, no. I'm saying I have a anxiety disorder. Okay. <laughs> okay, we cleared that up. <laughs> Um, so this week we're going to be talking about, and this is an often requested topic. It's an episode of Futurama, uh, which is a, it's like, it's not a spin-off, but it's like a spin-off of The Simpsons. It's like a spin-off I of The Simpsons. I thought you were trying to remember the word cartoon. It's like a, <laughs> what are you, because like, like a doodly, <laughs> not photos. Yeah, it's an animated series. Animated series. Mm. Thank you. From the creator of The Simpsons, Matt Groening. Yes. And, and it's been suggested by Jared Schaffer. I'll just read some of these names out. Vinny Bonadonna. Holy moly. What a name. That's a great name. Michael Killen as well as Kayla Hodkowitz. That's not quite right, but Kayla 
Hodkwitch. I am sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and also Max Edmonds. And once again, Vincenzo Bonadonna. <laughs> Liked it so nice, he requested it twice. Right. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for requesting it. Futurama, where do you, did you guys grow up with Futurama? Yes. Yes. It's, I, personally, I, it's one, I think it's one of my favourite all-time shows. I haven't watched it for ages. I like it more than The Simpsons. Mm. It's probably, I don't know, does that have me in the minority? Which would make me cooler than the um, mainstream. Right? I think I started with The Simpsons, so I think I'm more nostalgic about that. Um, it's definitely better than The Simpsons, than what The Simpsons has become. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's a more, it, it didn't, it just didn't keep going and going. But so it kind of yeah. did though. It did. It came back for those movies oh, yeah, and too. then it went it away again weird. and then it sort of came back. I don't know. I I, I think I had a, a, a complex about it because it was smarter. Like it's a smarter thing. But also a lot of the references in it are to things that I didn't grow up with. So I didn't understand sometimes. Right. But also I didn't understand with The Simpsons, but I think they were a bit more, when they referenced something, they still made, there was still a joke about it. Whereas I feel like, like even in the episode we were just watching, there was a reference to a film I haven't seen. But it, I guess it was still funny. I don't know. I don't know. It's smarter. It's a smarter show. And I'm a dumb, a dumb. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Beck is real dumb. I'm a dumb. (laughs) Yeah. That's not true. Um, I found an article on The Guardian uh, that talks a bit about Futurama, which is it's a pretty brief article which maybe helps people who haven't seen it before. Uh, it was written by Ben Gazur. Not all of it. Just last month. Well, no, this Oh, the article. article. Sorry. What the hell? <laughs> uh, it's called Space Oddities. Why if the Futurama reboot went from sci-fi to sci-why? <laughs> I reckon he didn't write that headline. No, he wouldn't have written that headline. Because uh, that's nigh unforgivable. He says, uh, Matt Groening could do no wrong in 1999. The Simpsons was still both witty and money spinning, and he could get any project he wanted greenlit. Hold on. A... What was 1999 Simpsons? Do you know, Evan? Uh, well, it started in 1989, right? Yeah, so so we'd be talking about like season 10, maybe. Okay, I'm going to look. You continue. I'm going to look up what episodes were in season 10, and we'll see if that was still. Because I it's think still that season was 12. Probably... Was like. Is it season 12 when it started falling off? Yeah, or maybe. There was a couple of different cliffs that fell off. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely the, like it It had started, I think it had started to drop. Oh, no. The first episode of season 10 is the one with all the grease. That's pretty good. You know, oh, the- where Homer goes to steal the grease. You yeah. got any grease? They yeah. Grease me yeah. up, woman. Yeah. It's a great that's line. A, no, okay, Say it all the time. Never mind. A, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, yeah it's right. still good. Uh, the show began with. Oh, so, yeah, even a sci-fi comedy cartoon called Futurama. The show began with New Year's Eve 1999 when disillusioned pizza delivery boy Philip J. Fry fell into a cryogenic vat only to awaken a thousand years later in the world of tomorrow. And that's what they based Futurama on. Yes. Yes, that's right. That's a dumb... <laughs> his, excitement, his excitement at his uh, new life was tempered by finding out everyone in the future has a career assigned by the government. And his job was to be a delivery boy for Planet Express. Their motto was, our crew is replaceable. Your package isn't. It's <laughs> a good motto. So, yeah, he was, I remember in the first, he was very excited to start a new life, mm-hmm. leaving his pizza delivery boy life behind him, yeah. only to find out he was going to be a delivery boy. Uh, on board the Planet Express spaceship, 
with the immature and slovenly fry with a cyclops orphan named Leela, a drunken robot named Bender, clumsy intern named Amy, and an incompetent alien medical lobster, Dr. Zoidberg, mm. who didn't feature in this episode. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Not at all. Where was Zoidberg? I mean, he's already a doctor. He doesn't need to go to Mars University. Yeah, but that was, yeah, weird, anyway. weird that he wasn't there. Hmm. Maybe it was because that was Amy's first episode. Was that Amy's first episode? Uh, so maybe they... No, I don't think it was. Okay, great. Uh, every mission was an adventure, whether it be discovering a parallel universe in a cupboard, cardboard box or battling parasites in Fry's bowels. Present-day celebrities made cameos as preserved heads in jars, which was a lot more satisfying than how The Simpsons handled them. Everyone mm. from Stephen Hawking to Al Gore was willing to be decapitated to appear in the funniest show on TV. Unlike some shows aimed at nerds that just shouted science words and played a laugh track, I think that's having a go at that science comedy show. Seinfeld. The Big Bang Theory. Oh, the Big Bang oh, Theory, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, Futurama really was as clever as it seemed. I was going to say Beekman's World, but um, I don't think that had a... Do you remember Beekman's World? No. Is it about a duck? Uh, nope. Uh, about a man with a beak? No, he had a good haircut. I don't get it then. No, no I don't know it. what that is. I'll see if it has a monkey in it. I'll bring it back. <laughs> we'll learn about it. But it sort of goes on to say, like you were saying, Beck, uh, jokes about super duper symmetric string theory or written in, uh, written in binary code were included for viewers with the nerd credentials to recognize them. Mm. So there's a lot of written gags, which was hard for us because we watched it in uh, reverse. It was flipped. <laughs> I thought you were going to say because we can't read. And? <laughs> well, I mean, both of those things are true. <laughs> Unfortunately, the Fox Network, which initially aired Futurama in, uh, from 99 to 2003, didn't know what to do with it. Despite fan outcry, it axed Futurama after four brilliant seasons. But like the show Zombie Jesus, mm. Futurama was brought back from the dead, moving to Comedy Central in 2008. Many of the old writers had moved on to bigger and better things, however, and instead of leaving, it didn't say better, I I editorialised there, (laughs) however, and instead of leaving a perfect legacy of genius comedy, the show decided to try new things, like being stupid and unfunny. (laughs) Oh my God. It's brutal there. That's harsh. If you can't come up with one good idea for an episode, the thinking on the undead Futurama seemed to be, why not just mash multiple tired ones together? The real low point came in the Futurama Holiday Spectacular, which combined songs with heavy-handed ecological morals across three unrelated stories. Murderous Christmas trees conquering Earth was somehow not the worst thing about it. <laughs> um, it goes on to talk mm. about how it went to shit a bit. But, I mean, I I've, I think it's true to some degree, but I still think those uh, those shows after the comeback were were... Pretty good. Yeah. I just think the expectations were higher. Yeah, that's... Like, if you have a show where people's expectations were... Like, I think they were not super high when it came out because, of you know, you're up against The Simpsons. Yeah. So anything after The Simpsons, you're going to not really hit that. But they kind of did. Like, I think they were a different enough thing. Have you guys watched... What's the the new one? Dis, 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 uh, disenchantment. Uh, disenchantment. Yeah, yeah I watched, I, I watched the first few and I didn't. It didn't grab me. Yeah, I watched mm. the first episode and it didn't grab me. But I think that's also you. If you make something so big, 
and successful, it's hard to live up to those expectations. And then when it does live up to those expectations and you come back, yeah, I just think it was doomed to not be as good as people wanted it to be anyway. A few drama or disenchantment. Everything yeah. in the world. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is hard because The Simpsons was so big and I think that's mm. why Futurama ended up being cancelled because it was very good but um, not enough people watched it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, he finishes with a line. Uh, he says, who would have guessed that the creator of The Simpsons wouldn't know when to let go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Real. Anyway, the episode we're talking about today is called <laughs> Mars University. It is episode 11 of season one or... Um, depending on how you watch it, se- episode two of season two. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, the the there were thirteen episodes in season one, and the last four came after some um, big sporting events or something like that. And so when they were initially broadcast, there was split. It would they sort of rolled into the the second season. Would it have been Thanksgiving or something? Yeah, maybe the sport then. Right. So so I think technically they 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 were part of the first production season like they were all made as part of season 1 but then when they actually broadcast they were split and so there's that's that's why you go oh it's season 2 and then it's actually some people call it season 1 mm. or anyway Yeah no that makes sense I wonder what are they on the DVDs cuz I always used to get the DVDs out from Frankston Library and watch wow. them Yeah <laughs> I, I used to go to the so library and get. School. I used to go to the library and get DVDs. That, like is, a, that is a sick memory. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> I watched it. Um, I borrowed my friend's box set that it came in a bender head. Ah. So many, all the cool people in my life had that bender head. That's great. Not me. Great <laughs> thing. Wasn't allowed. I borrowed it though. That still <laughs> that was near coolness. I reckon mm. adjacent to cool. <laughs> yeah. This episode, so um, it's relevant to this show because the uh, one of the main storylines is about a super intelligent monkey. Mm. How it goes down is there's a, a a job they have and they have to. So every episode's a delivery, pretty much, and they've mm. got to deliver a mystery package to their boss <laughs> on Mars. Uh, and we find out that that package is a super intelligent monkey. And it's delivered to Mars University where Professor Farnsworth wants uh, it to go study to prove that his... Well, it's super intelligent because he's put a hat on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's some sort of hat device yeah. that makes uh, that monkey super intelligent. But they don't really go into the, the hat very much as to how it works or whether it would work on other things. It does have to go on the head, we find out. Yeah. but can also... go on a different part of the body. So the hat... But then when the hat's off, the monkey isn't smart anymore. So is the hat the smart thing? Yeah, I guess it's like it's a boosting the brain. Yeah. Mm. Brain booster. So maybe if I put it on, I'd be even more smart somehow. Mm. Maybe. Think, possible. Maybe yeah, I'd maybe. be average level smart. <laughs> Give me you that really hat. You're really hating on yourself today, Ben. <laughs> it's my vibe. <laughs> but you write for Sean McCall's Mad as Hell. Please stop saying One of the things. smartest oh, shows on God. TV. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's another, the, so that's one of the main story arcs. One of the other ones is that uh, Bender the robot. Um, Sorry, Evans just opened a notebook. What have you written? Oh, I just had some scribbles. Oh, that's lovely. Just because I've, I've forgotten things. I just, I've never, I just, it's just nice to see you with some paper. I just thought you distort all the 
data in your memory banks. Yeah. No. Like a robot. In a no. chip. One of your other chips. One of those many chips you got. No. So this other storyline would be one of your favourites, Evan, as a, a robotic type person. <laughs> mm. um, there's a, a robot. What do you call those American houses? Fraternity. Fraternity. Yeah. There's a yes. robot frat house called Robot House. <laughs> and yes. this storyline is kind of parodying uh, Animal House, the classic comedy film mm-hmm. from back in the day. Which I have not seen. Uh, and um, so uh, Bender gets back to visit his old fraternity because he studied bending. Yes. Um, he majored in bending. Yes. And found out that his, uh, what do you, like the, the, the robots who are now in the fraternity are all nerds. Yeah. And he teaches them how to be cool. I reckon they, they look to me like just the same nerds, robot versions of the nerds from the Simpsons episode where Homer goes back to college. Yeah, it is a just, little bit similar to that. I wonder uh, which one came first. I guess the Simpsons. Oh, would yeah. It, I, I just assume the Simpsons, but I forget how old Futurama is. So it started in 1999. Is yeah. What saying? yeah. Yeah, right. That's a long time ago. Yeah. In the past. Yeah, that goes back like uh, two decades, two full decades. It's amazing. Now. Homer goes to college. Is from '93, so that That's, was wow. So interesting to make, hmm, hmm, doubling up on a different show, but I guess it's hmm. It's not exactly the same, though, no. is it? No, the storyline is not the same, but the I just thought the nerds were kind of similar, but it's just the character design. Sti- you mean? Yeah, yeah, they just seemed like the I same. I guess they were both parodying a similar kind of source material. Yeah, those teen movies, of and the that was probably just what the stereotype was of nerds in the nineties. Yeah. Did you guys ever want to be in a frat house, even though they don't exist here? No, I it's think, so American, isn't it? Yeah, but I I never wanted to be in one. But when I um was in high school, I definitely would have been I would have been up for doing an exchange for six mm. months and go to some keggers. <laughs> See, I just wanted to live in the um, legally blonde frat house. Yeah, right. Was that, was that a fraternity? Yeah, that was a fraternity. Well, uh, no, what was that? Delta Kappa something. Look nice, look pink. Because oh, I think I want a big staircase. A, a frats for boys and something else for girls. Yeah, that feels right. I just wanted a big staircase to come down, and then people go, "Oh, here she is." <laughs> I don't really understand how fraternities, sororities, sororities. sororities. I don't yes. understand how the what these are really. Yeah, it just seems like a clubhouse. Yeah, is that what it they is? They all feel like a nerd thing to me. You know, they go, "This frat is a nerd house." Yeah. I think they all are, aren't they? No, not the legally blonde ones. They're just like jock nerds, uh, (laughs) lawyer babe nerds. No, they weren't lawyers. There was one lawyer. you got to rewatch Legally Blonde. It's a good movie. Rewatch for the first time. Is there a monkey in it? I'm going to see. So is it like you go to college and you stay somewhere crappy? Because you you go there, right? You live there. Mm. Yeah. Um, And then if you... You then you can be apply or whatever to be part of a fraternity. This must be so frustrating to any Americans listening. Sorry, just three Australians we don't, going. We don't have this. We have university. It costs hex debt, which I don't understand still. And then do you have one still? Yes. Yes. I, I recently could... finally got out of it. Or not oh, got out really? of it. I finally paid it off. You got out of it. You just ran. <laughs> I don't know nothing. <laughs> Zoom. My original plan, not intentionally, was to not earn enough uh, to yeah. pay any back. But it seemed um, like a good apparently idea. Apparently, I, I, I snuck over a couple of years and, <laughs> and they took you. I'm like, why is my tax so high this year? And that was. That what do my friends said? If you if you go study in New Zealand and then you come back, you don't have to pay it back. I thought that was interesting. Ah. 
So that's another way to run away Love from paying for things. <laughs> but then do you have to pay it back if you go live in New Zealand? Because that was the loophole in Australia is if you study in Australia because the way you pay it back is through basically garnishing your wages when you're when you're actually employed. So if you study in Australia then go overseas, then they can't take the you don't have to pay it back. But I think they started chasing people internationally for that. Hello, welcome back to Uni Sorry, Dead Hacks. No, 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 this is the new podcast inside anyway. the podcast. I yeah, I don't know how it works. Anyway. So fraternities is like if you if you get to be in one, then mm. you get to live in a cool place. That's my theory. That's, that's what I feel like it's like yeah. too. And also you got to watch out for pranks. Yeah. Hazen. Initiations and stuff. Yep. <laughs> you seem so excited about that. Why did you wiggle your hand like that? Know. There's a, <laughs> uh, on the Wikipedia page, they've got a decent um, plot rundown. I could just work through that if you like. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, we're, so where are we up to? We're up to? So they go to Mars University. Yep. Um, yep. Uh, the we've, we've Who's there? Fry, Fry Leela, Bender. Yeah, Professor Amy. Farnsworth. And, and Amy is there. Um, but was she there already or something? Yeah, because I think that's the first time we met her, but maybe not. I, I looked her up and she apparently she, her first appearance was episode two of season one. So, oh, okay, right. But maybe she's not part of the regular troupe or something. Because her parents own half of Mars. Yeah, they right. have. And this university Martian, is called yeah. Wong University, I think. Right. They're agricultural people. Yeah, don't don't they, they, they used to they ride on huge crickets. Buggalos. <laughs> I got a buggalos. Yeah. So Bender's uh, old fraternity is called Epsilon Roro. That's a, pro- a joke that I don't understand, but I'm not sure it's really <laughs> smart. <laughs> and yeah, so he starts um, teaching them how to be cool, er, um, and at the same time, um, Fry's being frustrated by Gunter, the super intelligent monkey. Mm. Yes. And it's also the Dean. Is, did we talk about so they so yes, the Dastardly the, Dean. Yeah. So Gunter's introduced uh when Fry basically signs up to go to Mars University. He decides he wants to go to college to drop out again or something. Um <laughs> That's right, yeah. He, because the first college he went to was on Coney Island. Co- uh Coney Island College, is that what it was? Coney Island Community College. Yeah, which was a, a ride or something. Or maybe it was a So many know. good jokes. Have to be Lots this good tall. Jokes. To study here, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to enroll, um, but he dropped anyway. So, so he didn't. It, so he decided he wanted to go to Mars University to show them, show them that he could drop out of college in this century yeah, as yes, well. Yes, that's right. Um, and so he gets his dorm room, which he he's, he discovers he has to share with Gunter the monkey, um, who was uh, Professor Farnsworth. That's a good bit where he goes. Uh, uh, my, uh, this is my <laughs> single dorm. Uh, you can see with my two beds and my two desks. And there's a knock on the door. And the uh, woodpecker. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Very good. It's bit. a really funny episode. It is. It's great. a funny show. It's good. It holds up. I, yeah, I haven't seen it in, I reckon I haven't watched a Futurama episode for five or so years. Yeah. And do you know why? It's because none of them are on our bloody streaming services. Yeah. yeah like put the them on our streaming services yeah. again, please. I want to watch him. No, it's just Channel Seven Nixon. That's what oh, I mean. They're That's, holding him. Yeah, they do it with. I want to watch Agents of Shield and I can't. Give it back to me. Channel Seven. Why are they hoarding this? All the good all shit. The good shit. Futurama and the Agents of Shield. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so it talks. So um, so he knocks on the door. Gunter knocks on the door. That's uh, right. He's the woodpecker. Hello. And then he introduces himself as he's the. He's the, hi, I'm the intelligent monkey. Nice to meet you, I'm Gunter. 
I've got a little hat. Makes me real smart. He was earlier yeah. shot by some sort of, I don't know, taser. What is it called? Like a trank dart earlier in the episode? Ah, uh, yes. While he was box. in a box. Yeah. Right, yes. And it's quite cruel to transfer a intelligent monkey in a box. Yeah, everything about it's Why? a bit weird. Yeah, Professor yeah. Farnsworth's a bit of an oddball. Yeah. That's what I remembered I watching this episode. Dubious ethics. He's real. He's the dubious brothers. One of the dubious. <laughs> what? <laughs> I heard, I heard a doobie, I heard a doobie, doobie. doobie brothers song on the radio before. Yeah, right. That's not even true. I was trying to make it. <laughs> I was trying to give my <laughs> give myself a reason for saying that. Who are the doobie brothers? Do they have a song? They were in the Simpsons once. They they was a had some sort of event, and the lead singer of this cover band goes, um, "Have you heard of the Doobie Brothers? Because we got one of them." <laughs> <laughs> I remember that joke. Uh, yeah, what they had, a, they, they were. I think they were a pretty good band from like the seventies. That sort of yeah, right. Rock band. Uh, God, if rock. anything did happen to them, there would be a headline that was like, um, "Doobie Brothers," more like "Dubious Brothers." <laughs> yeah, and that and that would get someone a Walkley. Ready to um, go. Which is an Australian Journalism Award. I'm not making good references this episode. <laughs> what What happened after this scene? Well, so uh, according to Wikipedia, um, we're back to the the robots, and this mm. is the first one where um, Bender's trying to make them cool. It says in a scene straight from Animal House. Bender and the robot houseboys climb a ladder to peek in a girl's dorm window. In reality, they only try to see one of the girl's computers as it malfunctions, which to Bender and the nerdbots is a turn-on. A risque mishap <laughs> Oh, was that what that was? <laughs> yeah. was that a t- okay, all right. I was just saying as we were watching that, I'm like, you won't, this, this sort of scene probably, you wouldn't parody it these days, but then it was, I think, a parody on top of a parody and it was actually okay. There's also not any movies that do probably do those kind of scenes anymore. I reckon there still are like B grade sort of ones that would try it. Anything with Rob Schneider. (laughs) What I'm trying to think, I reckon the American Pie probably had had that sort of thing. It's the voyeuristic looking at it, looking at. classmates or college mates getting changed. It's the DVD covers that have like a boy and a girl and they're making like duck faces and then red bold text. Mm. Yeah. Whatever those are. Like not another teen blah. Yeah, American blah. The, just the, the yeah, that's a big teen movie trope. Road trip. Shower the shower block. Yeah. Um uh, what's that uh, what was that? There was a franchise called Hogs or Pigs or something. No, what was Wild. that? Wild Wild, Wild hogs. hogs. Yes. Uh? <laughs> Porkies. Oh, uh, oh yes. yeah, yeah. That, that, that would go back. That's like But 80s, those I think. still are around and I think people still try to think I that it's... I don't, I don't know if they are, but maybe they are. Uh, tell maybe us. Maybe I'm not in the demographic anymore. <laughs> I don't think we are. We're in our hipster bubble. Oh, yeah, get in the bubble. I've got a soy mocha right in front of me at all times. Dude, is that a hipster drink, a soy mocha? Uh... I think it's, it's a, chi- like it's a child's hipster. drink. Yeah. Evan's drinking a Soylent. No, I've got a bottle of water. Isn't that what that is? No, this is a bottle of water. Bottle of water. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. That is hipster as. <laughs> Do you guys think of yourselves as hipsters? I think hipsters are like a large percentage water. Right. Yes. Mostly made true. about 80%. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I No, I don't think of myself as a hipster, really. Yeah, because you're not. Oh. Beck good. maybe is looking at you. Looking at you probably are, Why is that? You have the same haircut as me. No, but I've got it. Yours is ironic. Mine is. Mine is not an ironic. Mine's a a sincere haircut. How dare you? My haircut is also very sincere. It says, 
I don't I don't want to deal with my hair. <laughs> I thought it says, I'm ready to play Hawkeye if you need a backup. I'm ready to play <laughs> Kate Bishop, please. Please let me be girl Hawkeye, please. Oh, is that who Kate Bishop's girl Hawkeye? Well, no, that's very simple. I'm simplifying, but yes. That's cool. So there's a character who in the Marvel universe has arrows and a haircut like that. <laughs> Sarah? No, I think I, I think this is just still Hawkeye. Okay, great. Haircut. I don't think anyone else would do this to themselves. Um, I didn't know this was Hawkeye's haircut, by the way. My hair, my hairdresser genuinely just gave this to me. Yeah, no, didn't you find out via another podcast, via yeah, the Weekly Planet? I found out because Broden said to me, he's like, if you listen to the Weekly Planet this week, I'm like, no. And then he was like, you should listen. <laughs> and I was like, ah. Oh. And then I've, I was I was bloody tickled pink that I'd. I'd been the one to get the Hawkeye haircut and I didn't even realise. That's so funny because I, I gave myself this haircut a few days ago. I was just like sitting on the couch one night and I'm like, I'm going to cut off some of my hair. <laughs> and then I went and did it <laughs> and then I uh, posted okay, a photo man. of it. And, yeah. And and so many people uh, posted that Hawkeye photo or said, you you look like Hawkeye. Hey, what's up, Hawkeye? And, and then I realised I had also <laughs> fallen <laughs> for the trap. I've given myself it's a whole cut haircut. It's such an easy trap to fall into. I think especially when you're cutting your own hair because yep. you're sort of cutting just the bits that are visible to you <laughs> and not, apart from the top. Yeah, that's why I can't, can't get the top. can't get the back. Yeah, can't get the back, can't get the top. That's, look, it's pretty good that you can just go zoop because yeah. the back is the troubling part. Like I remember once I was like, oh, I should reshave my head and then I had to get Evan in to do and that's a weird thing. Oh, just oh, getting someone else to shave the back of your head. You should have got Broden in because he lives in your building and he has a shaven head. He would know oh, all about that. He would it. know about shave. I'm going to ask him. Yeah, he'd be the go-to time. guy. Of anyone in your, of all the people I know who live in your apartment <laughs> block, he'd be the guy I'd go to. And that's a normal thing to ask someone. Hello. Shave me head. <laughs> shave me head. Shave me head, governor. How are you today also? Shave the back. Give me a noggin a bit of a shave, Governor. <laughs> Where did we get up to? Uh, so the prank, I mean, we're talking about a 20-minute show. There's not too much to get through. So you've got so the frat pranks with the robot boys. Yep. Uh, which Evan related to. Did you go to a robot frat house? No. No. Mm. But you did go to a robot university, sort of. You what? played with cameras and stuff. Yeah, I played with cameras at university. I went to film school. So um, close. Yeah. <laughs> so close Very to the similar. same. Yeah, yeah. Bender bends metal. You bent reality onto the screen. <laughs> but also he just, Evan keeps buying knobs. That's his new thing. What? Like, sorry, the like twisty ones for for different devices. Oh. Yeah, well, I don't know if you, have you not noticed this? No, I've not. Look, noticed look there's some right in front of us. Okay, but they've been there for ages. They've been yeah. there you for mean ages. Volume knobs. Have yeah. you been going around buying volume knobs. Well, but, you know, volume, but you know, knobs that you can use for different things. What What about uh, you? Got door knobs? Any of them? Ah, uh, no, I haven't bought any. No, they they don't knobs. connect to a computer. Okay. Evan doesn't understand. I see. <laughs> If it's not hacking into the mainframe, then I don't want to know about it," <laughs> said Evan. That was a quote. Ah, oh. direct quote. Uh, so, <laughs> so there, oh, there's another section in the middle of the episode where um, some I missed it, but there's some sort of a fancy event. The dean's there. Yep. Everyone's there. Mm. Dean uh, Vernon and uh, Professor Farnsworth goes. I got a special surprise for you, Gunther. Here are your parents without hats on. So just wild monkeys yeah, in yeah. a cage. 
Fry is not happy with Gunter. He's he finds him very annoying. Yep. So, so Fry's very happy get, about to, the parents. And to get him yeah. back, he 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 sees that Gunter is embarrassed by his parents. Yes. So he um, lets them out of their cage and they run amok. And mm. he's humiliated. They fling poop even. Mm. They do it off screen, which <laughs> I think shows the class of Futurama. Yes. <laughs> they never show something like no, that. No, they wouldn't show any feces flying. I don't know. There was a bit of something in the cage when it cut to it. I was surprised by that. Did oh, you see that? Yeah. In the cage, no. There was something. There was a squiggle. That's mm. 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 You know, it's a little little Easter egg for the nerds. You know what I did notice that struck me as a bit weird? There's a scene where Fry is eating in the cafeteria or something like that, and he's got a burger and fries. And a banana, and a, like, and a sitting banana. on the burger. Yeah, yeah, it was so weird. Like, why has he got a banana on his tray? It's like there was a joke that was cut that yeah. made yeah. that reference. I was like, oh, Gunther's going to come in in a minute and grab that banana and do something. Well, was it because, actually, it does feel like there's a deleted scene there because then he... Gunt has that gets a girl's number and says, "How do you like them oh, bananas?" Yeah. So maybe oh. he was in the cafeteria earlier, and then Fry said, "Here's your food or whatever." Right. And right. I imagine that's the exact you line. Like bananas? That's a very smart line. Is your food? <laughs> Is your food in banana? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so so um, Gunter's very upset about this. He starts to be a bit um, torn between the two worlds. You know, should. Should he just be a wild monkey mm. or does does he belong in this human intelligent world? Well, because he doesn't feel happy. Yeah. And he he probably, does it establish that he remembers being just a monkey? I can't remember. I mean, he did because after. Yeah, later on he, later on he, he did. He remembers. So that may, must mean he remembers being a monkey and then also remembers being smart. Oh, that'd suck. Because, ah. Oh, I remember being a kid and that was great. Hmm. I could just run in the McDonald's playground, throw chicken nuggets and shit. The dream. Yeah. Now. And now you're super intelligent. Now I'm super intelligent running through the McDonald's playground, throwing chicken nuggets, <laughs> going, ah, oh, no, my life, it's falling apart. You're saying it would suck uh, if you had that thing that you were relating to. Yeah, it'd suck if I was me. <laughs> <laughs> so he's conflicted. He is yeah. conflicted. Because he loves bananas. And he's tried to say that he doesn't love bananas, but bananas are pretty good. Like he's I tried think to change, yeah, but bananas are great. Bananas are so good for potassium. And it just sucks that I think Fry sort of made bananas bad for him, which is just mean. Yeah, like, Fry is mean in this episode. Fry's real mean. Yeah, he is. He's a, he's an idiot, and he's a, he's not a nice guy. And Fry's eating fries. Yeah. What's with that? What is with that? Cannibalism. Bender bends things. Bananas are bent. Leela Lelou's ah. nope. What does it all mean? Yeah, Leela doesn't have a lot to do in this episode. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, the, vo- the voice of Gunter is Tress McNally. McNeil. Yes, Tress McNeil. And uh, so she's a big voice actor in the Simpsons world, but she's done heaps and heaps she's of She's done so stuff. much. Yeah. Uh, 
And what some of the characters she does? I'm sure does she do uh, the nerd in The Simpsons? What's his name? I keep saying nerd. What this world of nerds and uh, jocks? What nerd are you, are you talking about? Um, the, the main the nerd. bully. Now, I th- oh, she sounds like um, Nelson. No, uh, not Nelson. Hang on, no, Martin. Martin. Martin yep. Prince. But I don't know if that's true. She plays uh, Agnes Skinner and Dolph and Various, according to <laughs> ah, various. IMDb. And Mum. She plays Mum in Who's Futurama. Sorry. Oh. oh, right. And she's also in Chippendale. Oh, I love Chippendale. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. <sighs> no, nah, she's, so, she's super cool. She's great. So it is a familiar voice. Yes. And then uh, there's a... Uh, a classic frat race, a boat race. Raft race. Oh, raft race. Sorry. I imagine there's a, a raft joke regatta. in there that I don't understand. Raft regatta? I think that because frat is the is raft with the letters jumbled, oh. right? I think I think it's a Or was that just because we were watching joke. it? It's because we were watching it flipped. <laughs> yeah. We thought it said raft regatta. We're watching some sort of dodgy uh But dodgy it said stream. frat regatta. <laughs> frat regatta. The, the, ac- the accent changed. Yeah, it? the accent yeah, that's changed. That's really weird. Backwards <laughs> to forwards. Mm-hmm. The um, and so it's the robots versus the uh, the sort of what do you call them? Like sort of the foppish frat boys. They were the um, the snooty, snooty house, snooty house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and- yeah. So this was this is a subplot between um, Dean Vernon not liking the or you know being pranked by the the robot house. And uh, and this was like some big event where they could, if they won the race, then they would, because they've got like a, um, what do you call it? Like a, a thing. Yeah. They've been, they're on probation. Okay. Yeah. That's what I mean. Sorry. That's what, Super what I was secret probation. Yeah. Because yeah. um, he kept saying they kept doing something that mucked something up and he would say, robot house. Yeah. It's a bit like Superintendent Chalmers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Skinner. Yeah. Um, so this, so for some reason, so yeah. So there's this race, and he said if they won, you know, then they that lifts their probation. I don't know. It was a bit of a weird, weird little thing. I don't know about this B plot. How do you guys feel about this B plot? A plot very strong. I think B-plot, the whole mm. point. I think it was really just a, a pretty tight parody of those kind of movies. They yeah. would always have an event towards the end that would solve all the problems if yeah. the underdogs could somehow win, and but that I, was kind of doing that only to it, like taking that up. Notch. I yeah. just wish that it it span again and twisted again into something else. Right, but I don't know. Yeah, what. it was a pretty basic subplot, but mm. but it also you've got to have a subplot. You can't just focus on the A plot. That would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they also did tie the two stories. This is mm. what brought uh, Gunter into the the two stories combined with this boat race. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yes, because Gunter eventually uh, has a, a panic attack. Um, when he's in class at Mars University, um, and uh, be- because he wants to go go back to the jungle, and he's sitting there, he's looking out the window. He can see the jungle, and he can see the professor at the front of the class, and he can see the jungle, and he can see the professor at the front of the class, and then he, he eventually just snaps, takes off the hat, uh, reverts back to normal chimp uh, intelligent chimp monkey. monkey inte- what's uh, McDonald's playground chicken nuggets? Yep, uh, and he smashes through the window and runs out to the jungle, mm. um, and uh, and so that's why he's out in the jungle. Um, and then the uh, the professor and Fry and Leela uh, go out to, uh, and Bender was Bender. No, Bender was out doing the race. 
Yeah. So that's why they're all out in the jungle. Um, they're, they're, they're trying to find uh, Gunter to try and convince him to well, put the, his hat back on. They were going to let him choose between yes, that's right. the hat or the banana. So like, are you, do, you want, do you want the smarts? Do you want the delicious the banana? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, he ends up, oh, while they're waiting for him to decide, the robot boat uh, raft comes by and sweeps them into the water. That is Leela, Professor, and Fry. Yes. And they're stuck on the edge of a waterfall. They're about to go down and they're pleading with Gunther to put the hat on so he knows how to save them. And then there's a scene of him putting it on his knee and then he puts the hat on his butt and Fry's yep. laughing along. Very funny <laughs> stuff. And eventually he puts it on his head and says, oh, the head, of course, Eureka. It all makes sense now. And then he uh, figures out how to save them. He saves their lives but sort of ends up letting himself fall to his seeming demise. Yes. Because um, he's depressed. He's depressed. He's he's torn between two worlds. He doesn't feel like he's got a place anywhere. But the fall is he's saved by the hat. The hat mm. squ- uh, sort of squashes and <laughs> saves him from his fall. But the squashing of the hat means that it no longer makes him super intelligent but moderately intelligent. <laughs> yeah. And he loves it. And then he decides to go to business school where moderately intelligent people go. A then, very good joke. And then there's a, a sort of a parody of a lot of those old 80s movies where they had um, freeze frame on each of the characters and said what they all do. And it said for Gunther uh, that he went to business school to get his MBA and became the Fox Network's CEO. <laughs> <laughs> So I really liked all those Fox Network digs, especially on The Simpsons. They still do it. Yeah. It's it's nice to see that I guess they are made by an external production company and us knowing how these things work, you can kind of get away with that. But if it's you're powerful still nice. enough, I guess. Yeah. yeah. You can yeah. just it's it's good. It's good to see. But then at the same time they're still getting money from them, so I don't know. <laughs> it is a yeah, it's a tricky one. Mm. But I think it is, yeah, because Fox is a because Fox is, would you say, uh, an evil empire? Because the Simpsons often do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's accurate, isn't it? That's News Corp. That's all that. It's not great. Stop. Ha- I mean, just because it was set up by an Australian doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. <laughs> I think they've got some interesting opinions. No, Australians <laughs> suck. Definitely interesting opinions. <laughs> mm. um, I saw there's an Australian show called uh, The Outsiders, and that's a that's sort of like our version of a Fox News show, but it's on Sky. Yeah. Nighttime at Sky. Yeah, they were recently. Did you see the and Greek thing? That was the one I just saw <laughs> yeah. before. So they, the uh, conservative government was just elected in Greece. So they started the episode by smashing plates. This is a news panel show. <laughs> smashing plates and then. They weren't even smashing. They were throwing them and they were. And and still read the monologue as if they had been smashing because he said something like, uh, the conservative government swept to power in Greece just as easily as we've been smashing these plates. But they hadn't been <laughs> no. easily smashed. Anyway. Um, a <laughs> just a fun aside. Yeah. Uh, the Wikipedia page also has a little uh, broadcast and reception section. It says, in a review of the episode, Space.com criticised Futurama for the disconnectedness of the episodes and the lack of large recurring casts and questioned the time spent in developing Gunther's character when it is unlikely that he will return as a major character, although he does return three more times, I think. Does he really? Okay, good. I thought he did. Uh, The episode itself was praised for its references to classic frat films such as Animal House and Revenge of the Nerds. 
Though the reference to light bright was found to be lacking. I don't know what that means. So <laughs> when um when they ask, uh, it's in that class where the only re- way you could pass this class is if you were born in the oh in that century. And he goes, "What um oh what's the question? What do you?" This is a oh, what box? Yeah, uh, how did people right. get things? And the answer was television. And he said light bright, which I think I don't know. That's kind of cute because that maybe meant that you know Fry was getting all his information via just a light bright, just putting like what is light bright? Oh, it's like this thing where you can you plug little coloured dots in and it lights up. Oh right, that's funny. I mean, it's funny that they would have picked out that two what second weird, joke yeah. in a review. This that left was them- lacking. <laughs> Really? <laughs> What's wrong with that? I think, I mean, you could have come up with a smarter joke, but it's fine. Yeah, Things are fine. You can just laugh at stuff. It's okay, guys. Laugh or move on. Yeah. Or do a podcast about it. <laughs> in 2006, IGN ranked the episode as number 21 in their top 25 Futurama episodes. Oh, wow. And the episode was initially ranked higher on the list, particularly for its many references to Animal House and its appeal <laughs> to fans of the film. It was eventually moved to 21st place and replaced by episodes with better storytelling. Isn't that funny? People are like, oh, this is referencing a thing I like. So it, yeah. I like it as well. Yeah, that's weird. Don't that can't it, be enough. It feels like those, it's, yeah, I don't know. It feels like the laziest form of joke is just reference popular culture. Well, I think, do you know what? I think it cannot be lazy. I did a, I've just remembered, in university I did an oral presentation about Buffy, which was my finest day where I walked in, I'm like, the only thing I know about, I'm going to get a HD. Here we go, bitch. Anyway, but it, I think you can do references in a way that makes, it's like a nod to the audience as like, oh, we're training the audience like a smart sort of people who might get this. It's okay if they don't, we'll make the joke funny regardless. Yeah. But when it's just something like this where I think we would have enjoyed it more if we'd seen the film. Yeah. But I mean, I, I had know. seen Animal House. I'd, oh, you have. Ah, and it is like it is a classic comedy. But I, I thought that scene was funny either way. I thought it funny that robots, <laughs> the robots are perving on a malfunctioning. Yeah, I mean that's a, good. A that's fine. There. But the rest of it, I don't know. With it, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is. Uh, yeah, just because I, I know I've seen a bunch of. I've seen Revenge of the Nerds and other films <laughs> like that. So maybe I know. And maybe I'd, it's funny because I'm getting the references. I've also just yeah, realised right. the hypocrisy in me going, just laugh, it's a joke, and going, <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> yeah. But I guess you, you're saying that it, ideally it would work both, it would work yeah, with or without the novel. Do you know what? It does work. It's just so maybe I should just watch Animal House. Maybe that will solve all these problems. I mean, The Simpsons do a lot of this, just um, modelling storylines around, you know, popular films and stuff. And as a kid growing up, there's so many that I just didn't, I had no idea that it was a reference to something, and then later in life, I'm like, "Oh, this is this is that," and that's funny. I th- I like. Well, I enjoyed that. it without knowing All, that it was. Most of my pop culture knowledge comes from Simpsons references. Well, yeah, exactly, yeah. Which is so strange to yeah. There's a whole generation. I think it's our generation is just we're we're broken. <laughs> All of our we just Second-hand see it. Knowledge. It's all yellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On um, the IMDb page, they have a, a trivia page for this episode. Ooh. And it talks about one of the things that does directly reference National Lampoon's Animal House. Uh, it says, in the film, Delta House was put on double secret probation. So that's from that's yep. what happened in Animal House. So in, in the this episode, it parroted that by saying um, the dean, Dean Vernon, puts Robot House on dodeca tuple secret <laughs> probation. <laughs> yeah. 
And apparently the Dean, Dean Vernon, was named after John Vernon, who played the Dean in Animal House. I thought it was Vernon Dursley from Harry Potter, a thing that hadn't (laughs) happened yet. Oh, a (laughs) pre-reference. Professor, there's another one. Professor Farnsworth mentions that Mars University was founded in 2636. Mm. This is a thousand years after 1636 founding of the new college, the oldest institution of higher learning in the United States, mm. yeah, which right. it became Harvard. Ah. So that's a... And, that's, and then they is... planted... I was trying to understand the joke where Leela was like, they planted ivy, which I guess is an Ivy League thing, yeah. and hemp. Yeah, was that like... Because like, they smoke? I was figuring if it's smoking or is it like we're they wear nerds. hemp clothes or something? <laughs> is that a big... Ivy League thing? Yeah, I wasn't sure. I don't know. <laughs> Please, write in in the reviews. Tell yeah, us why I, we're dumb. My f- first instinct was it must be a marijuana mm. thing, but I didn't know that was a, f- a famous Ivy League thing. No. I would have mm. thought it'd be Coke. That's <laughs> 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 a poppy. If they said poppy plants, then I would have been. Is that what Coke is? I don't it doesn't know. matter. I don't um, think so, is it? No, that's heroin, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. What this isn't is. a gardening show. <laughs> Anyway, if we're just talking about anyway, yep. We mentioned before that Zoidberg didn't appear. Apparently, it was one of only three episodes without him. I wonder why. There was no reference to him at all, as, as far as I can remember. Yeah, I mean, Zoidberg wouldn't do well on Mars, would he? It'd be hot. He might get a bit cooked. Yeah, he would have been the B plot. <laughs> Maybe he's he could have been a C character. plot. He is very good. I think he's one of my faves. Yeah. Dr. Zoidberg. I really like the – I was just thinking of what my favourite Futurama episodes because you were talking about the top – I wonder what the top one was because I really like the devil, the one with the hands where – and I think that's one of the finales uh, where yep. Futurama can play that instrument. Sorry, where Futurama. Where, <laughs> what the hell? Where yeah, Fry can play that yeah. instrument is so good. And the one with – is that the same one with the little candy hearts too? That one's good too. Ah, oh, it's all good. There's so many great episodes, but they so don't have monkeys in it, and I'm sorry. I think one of my favourite <laughs> ones, and I don't even know where it comes into the whole storyline, was when he's tripping out on honey. And Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I didn't like that. I that was know. scary. Uh, uh, um, Getting yeah. st- oh, nah, that's that's creepy, isn't it? And there's like a bee and it's got a big stinger and it's come. Oh, it's no, sort of heart- that's the, that is the candy well. heart one. Oh, is that, that is the it same must, one? I think so. Or is it? Nah. You don't edit this at all, do you? No, I don't. Oh shit! <laughs> I think I think maybe I'm just googling quickly here, and I haven't seen it in a while. Maybe it's the sting. Welcome to remembering old Futurama <laughs> episodes barely with Matt and Beck. Evan's here too, but he your memory's quite I, good. I don't know it. No, oh. we've already talked about yeah, this. It's... My memory's no good. That's why I have a notepad. Oh, so, okay. Well, that's interesting. So this is season five, episode nine. So this is act- this is after it's oh. supposedly gone downhill. So obviously How long did it go after so the first four seasons then and then it came back on what network did you say it came back on? But it all this same page also says it's uh episode nine of season four. <laughs> so that's confusing. Yeah. <laughs> uh came back I think it was on Comedy Central. Right. Or Comedy Channel, which is the American one. Comedy Central, yeah. Comedy Central. That makes sense. Yeah. How long did it go for in the end? Uh, on Comedy Central. Yeah, how many? Well, t- in total, how many seasons did they have? So there's 140 episodes, seven seasons. Yeah, right. And I think some of those were the movies split up into episodes. I think. Yeah. Anyway. No, the the honey one is not the same as the candy heart one. 
I've got to the bottom of this. It's called Love and Rocket. Ah. Love and Rocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think Gunter also is a very strong character, and I like the conflict that he had, and I like that he chose to go to business school. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. everything. About I didn't know it. about this. Uh, smart equals sad. <laughs> Evan is learning humans. <laughs> He's writing it down as equations. Smart equals sad. One day Evan will understand what both of those mean. That is the, kind of one of the meat. That's what, like it's kind of talking about basically ignorance is bliss. Yeah, mm. yeah, basically, yeah. Um, Would you rather take the hat or the banana, Evan? Oh, man. This is... That's a tricky one. <laughs> the banana would be tempting, wouldn't it? Just to be like, I could just... just just have bananas. It's a it's a blue pill, red pill. Not have anything to worry about. Just be completely ignorant to everything and just be happy. Wouldn't that be great? Get eaten by something. You're not Neo, obviously. No. No. Well, that's tempting. I don't know if I would pick it. Um, probably not. Probably not. What does that mean? I probably wouldn't pick the banana. I'd probably pick the hat. Maybe I'd go. I the think hat. I'd pick the hat and I'd figure out a like use the smarts to figure something out. Here's, here's what I do: hat. And banana. bananas. Yeah, take the hat off and then go plant a banana tree. Go plant banana trees, get more bananas. <laughs> then take the hat off then if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you've got more than one banana. Yeah, yeah. Right. That banana's not going to last long. <laughs> you know what I mean? That hat is forever. But that I banana was, is just a day. I was thinking this. You know that game Fuck, Marry, Kill? Yes. If you marry the person, then you can fuck and kill them. And that's why this <laughs> bothers me. Okay. This is a new stand-up bit I'm um, working on. <laughs> okay. It's called... <laughs> Everything's bad. <laughs> but also, if you fuck someone, you can also marry and kill them. And if you kill someone, well, that's really no, the no. Line. That's the that's the end of <laughs> the line. The that's the, line, the there, in the choose your own adventure. That's the last page. You know, it is a slippery again. slope, though. As soon as you start marrying things, you can marry corpses and dogs. I've heard it. I was watching uh, Fox News. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> I saw like, it on there. How to marry your dog corpse? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in five easy steps. <laughs> Yeah. All anyway. right. I should really watch some Fox News before I make such big calls. I bet it's a real smart sh- uh, show. <laughs> Twenty four hours a day. Oh, this yeah. is another little fact to you on uh, the IMDb. You know, how I said I didn't get the epsilon row row thing. Oh yeah. This is probably not right. Yeah, it was E R R. Says it's a, an abbreviation of error. Yeah. That can't be it. No, I think that might be it. Okay. Well, that's pretty funny. It was when it was first mentioned. It was like highlighted in red. E R R. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, oh, now, now yeah. I get it. That's pretty. That's a good bit. Yeah, it's not that great a it's, joke, really, but it's, sure, it's something, and yeah. that's fine, guys. Yeah. Well, it was uh, it was always going to be something, and because I I thought it was going to be too smart for me to get. Yep. It's disappointing to find that it was too dumb for me to get. <laughs> <laughs> The error was in me all along. Yeah. Um, so I guess that, that sort of brings us to the end of talking about this fantastic episode. I, I do love Futurama. Mm. I'd love to hear what we normally do towards the end of these episodes is give the media a bit of a banana score. How many bananas? How big's the bunch? Obviously at least three. <laughs> Although you can play by your own rules. Um, it doesn't have to be a bunch. I know, I'd, I'd love to hear what, what kind of, yeah, how many you'd give the episode uh, by itself, but also Futurama as a whole. Beck, do you have a... Oh, that's oh! I think this episode was like if a bunch, which to me is six, I would say is like a solid four and a half, maybe four, and then one that's not quite ripe yet. Yeah, it's getting there. And then Futurama as a whole 
it's tough because it's so <laughs> sprawling. Yeah, I think I'd 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 still give it like five banana because I'd watch any. It's like if Futurama came on, I'd watch it. Yeah, if I Futurama appeared of... on a streaming service <laughs> at I'd any point in time, smash it out. Yeah, you just yep. chuck it on. It's such a nice. It's a comforting show to watch. I think totally. Too. Yeah, because they're all they kind of the characters are all a bit bad, but also all a bit good. Yeah, you there's empathy there. Yeah, and I think maybe that's one of the things they forgot. In the later episodes, is that you're supposed to feel empathy for the characters? Although I guess you're not not always. Probably some of them are just pure bad. Is there professor doesn't have much? Ah, uh, he uh, and he's very funny. I think some stuff does happen, but I can't quite remember. Yeah, he's got his moments. I think yeah. it is. A, it's an old trap of going. Oh, I need to like these characters in the comedy show, but then all the best comedy characters are pretty bad people. Oh yeah, I think they can still be very bad people, but then occasionally something will happen and you'll go, "Oh, like the right. dog." Oh, this yeah. isn't a dog show, but when I start my rival podcast Prime Dogs. Yeah. Dog <laughs> Prime on. pups. Prime pups, yeah. Prime pups. Dog no, and dog and with I haven't hit it yet. <laughs> dog and with Beck. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh then I think that like those those moments where you like you actually care about the character. I think that there is a bit of that in the sting that episode with the honey. Yes. Does it? Um, but I won't do any spoilers if people want to watch it. I'd recommend. It. Although I haven't seen it in a long time, so mm. I don't know if it holds up. What about you, Ev? Uh, I I'd give Futurama as a whole nine out of ten bananas. That's a, a lot of bananas. I, did, I didn't even realize you you were lo- Futurama lovers. No, it's a great show. Mm. So good. Um. And it, ha- it it really is. It's a show. It's a very funny show, but also it's a, it's got heart. You know, it's got that pathos that The Simpsons used to have, um, but lost somewhere on the line. Just gradually, it just sort of completely lost all that heart and just became this stupid, silly show that isn't funny or relatable or anything like that. Um, but I think Futurama held held onto that. I think. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's probably right till the end. Right. I mean, yeah. Towards the end, it sounds like there were. It, it sort of lost that a bit, but I want to rewatch it and I'll. Let yeah, you know. I think. Yeah, I think we should. This has prompted me to go check it out. Um, yeah, and we'll and, have and, to get it from I don't know the sky with. To, we get it shipped in from America. We're gonna go back to the Frankston <laughs> Library. Yeah, <laughs> and this um, episode in particular. I reckon. I reckon a, a seven out of ten bananas. Yeah, it was. It's not the best episode. It's all right. It doesn't really have any of that. The pathos. It's just like it's pretty it silly, really. Is, you know, yeah, like a kind of about the, the, the good the, to figuring out. Yeah, what is life? Yeah, yeah. There is. I, I definitely appreciate that. I, th- I thought all the to me anyway, without having seen the films, the references to the college movies was just like eh, fell a bit flat for me. Um, so that's that's why it's not higher. Yeah, Matthew. I think I'd say I'm I'm. I reckon it's one of my favourite TV shows, so I'd have to say it's like a, you know, 19 out of 20 bananas or something. Wow. That's so then, many bananas. This episode is probably, I think, it, yeah, it feels like a pretty good one, but, I mean, I haven't seen the rest of it for so long, but I'd say I'd give it, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very funny, and I would give it a seven out of nine bananas, mm. and they're all ready to eat. Uh, the other thing we do back... Um, if you recall, uh, on your back in your rat trap days, um, mm. we give a 
percentage of how much we see of ourselves in the monkey on screen. In this case, because <laughs> Andy Matthews is a, some sort of scientist, as you well know. Yeah. Uh, on the first episode, told us that chimps and humans share ninety-eight percent DNA. How much of yourself? How much of your DNA do you see in Gunter? I reckon, like at least ninety yep. percent, I am Gunter. Because I, I don't like bananas that much, but I do like candy-flavoured bananas, and that's very similar. And, like, if there was some, if my intelligence came from a hat, I would mash the shit out of that just a bit, you know? Yeah. And I reckon cartoon real bananas probably taste like candy bananas. That's true. Ah. That's a good point. Mm, yeah, you're probably right there. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sort of artificial sort of They are artificial powdery. bananas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Good point. Yeah, then like 98%. <laughs> We're back up. How about you, Ev? Yeah, I reckon 90%. I see a lot of myself in. With or without the hat? <laughs> With the hat. <laughs> what, Evan, don't kid yourself. <laughs> I'm not, look, I'm not super intelligent, okay? But yeah, You got it out of him. Like, Finally, you've been <laughs> prodding wow, him for that Jesus. for a long time. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll admit. I, di- I disagree. I actually think you are Gunter with the hat on. Uh, In a scary way. Hang on, what? I think you're very smart. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I'm smart, but I'm not super intelligent. Um, I don't know. You talk about numbers and things a lot. Yeah, no, I'm dumb. But okay. (laughs) But I think, but I, but I can relate to the that feeling of like, you know, when he's when he's got the hat on and he's feeling like, oh, I'm. uh, I I think he just knew he was too smart. And that that gave him panic attacks. It gave, uh, I don't really have anxiety attacks, but um, but I can relate to that feeling of um, uh, I don't know what is it. He's so, so smart that he's sad. It's basically like, <laughs> yeah. Stop he's... bragging, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. Like, like he knows. Like he, he. The, I think the more you know about stuff, the more it makes you worried, and the more, yeah. the more anxious you get about it. Um, it's uh, the and 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 longing for that sort of ignorance is. Mm. I, I don't know. I, I I see that. I'm gonna say twenty three percent. I don't really? see a lot of myself. Really, Gunter, although I do like wearing hats, and I'm wearing one right now. Yeah, you do yeah. love is wearing that hats. The source of your intelligence. Yeah. What which hat am I wearing? The uh, Chico Oaks Rugby Club. Rugby. Ah, oh, this was given Chico? to me by a, Chico Oaks? a listener. It's a rugby team in California. Ah. Yeah. So Chico or Chico? Not if, sure. if anyone wants to know who I follow in Californian rugby union, I think it's the Chico <laughs> Falls. What is it about them? Is it Chico the tree? Oaks. It's just that I have the hat. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good hat. Black, red. Good hat. That's kind oh, of saints I've been colors. wearing it all week. You have a tree hat. on your hat and a tree on your jumper. Yeah. I'm oh, a real, I'm you're a, matching. I love nature. Maybe, sure. It's a very similar We live tree. in this concrete jungle. <laughs> it's the same shape of tree. I like to have, have pictures of trees on me. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, sure. Maybe you're Guilty more, as charged. You're more monkey than you thought. Yeah. I live in the trees, sort of. And I live in a jumper with a tree on it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Much like the monkeys. <laughs> if you know, do you know what I, I think, mean? I yeah. Think you know do, what mean, I mean. do you mean the, <laughs> the words? The little thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, when you said before uh, that you did uh, an assignment about Buffy, yeah, I did a uni essay, one of the major pieces for uh, one of my media um, units. I did one on the OC. 
Fuck you. Youth representation in the OC. <laughs> That's amazing. And uh, did you did pretty well? Yeah. If that was an oral presentation, I would walk onto the theme song. <laughs> do, 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 do. I once did a Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for coming today. I did a at, at uh, in high school. I did a an oral presentation about youth suicide. Jeez. And I played uh, Pantera's Suicide Note Part One and Part Two. <laughs> what the hell? It's about man? nine minutes of music. Finish, and they just what? didn't stop me. They just let me uh, just. Well, you just uh, looking back, it's like a weird. Out. Yeah, what a weird thing. No, I, think, I thought. It, yeah, I don't know. Do you know what? Looking back now, uh, and knowing teachers personally, yeah, they're just happy. I'm to like, that pat, makes perfect pat sense. It out. I think a lot of people. <laughs> we can all sit here listening to music for a while. And they probably liked Pantera. It was probably fine. My most successful oral presentation was about mobile phones technology. <laughs> Were you like, this is this is my mum. This is my dad. <laughs> What? I don't know. You're a son of a mobile phone. I just thought robots. Anyway, continue. Sorry, it wasn't you. that strong. I don't think that's his mum and his dad. His, <laughs> his, his dad was a mobile phone. His mum was a human. Oh, oh, what? Like a Nokia. Yeah. They can do anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh. They were real big back then. Big enough to mate with a human. <laughs> oh, this bit Ugh. is bad. I want out. I did um, a, I did a presentation on a, a 3DS because I oh, wow. I had one that um oh no maybe it was a Nintendo DS it was an old one that didn't work so I just pulled it apart and then stuck it on a poster board I'm like this is my assignment <laughs> <laughs> anyway sorry what was your mobile phone thing oh I don't know I think it was about the history of mobile phones or something and I I think it was good because I had so many props <laughs> I had so many phones I had uh, my parents old CDMA like brick phone and I had uh, like a flip phone and Who like were that. you calling as a child that you needed this many phones? Were these all burners? No, <laughs> are you a murderer? I just, I just, you are a murderer. I've always been a gadget gadget nerd and so I was always buying, buying new phones. Do you reckon that's his cover and he's got all these burners? He's doing, yeah. doing drugs. He was pretending not to know what hemp was before but now. I was wondering why he keeps putting phones in bins all the time. <laughs> I just thought he was wasteful, <laughs> but he is wasteful of human life. I don't do drugs. <laughs> yeah, that was the big thing from that. <laughs> Nothing about killing. No. <laughs> no denials there. No, I, thought, I thought you meant by extension if I was a drug dealer, then that would be. Um... No, I meant mowing him down with right, machine okay. guns. <laughs> uh, and that brings us to our final segment of the show, which is the Patreon thank you segment. On uh, patreon.com slash do go on pod, you can support this show as well as the other shows and this mini do go on podcast network, including book cheat, do go on, and this one, primates. Some of that I didn't need to say, obviously. <laughs> What's this podcast again? This, this one's called uh, Primates, right, about uh, right. primates and popular culture. <laughs> uh, and one of the rewards, there's many, you get uh, things like bonus episodes and you get to vote on topics and that sort of stuff. But one of them is you get shouted out on this show and you get to tell us your favourite primate. And at the end of each episode, I read four out. Uh, David Hayden says, I'd have to go with the mandrill. It's the world's largest monkey and noted for being exceptionally colourful by mammalian standards. Mammalian? I thought it just was about his butt. No, they got blue on the face. Okay. Do they got butt though? And I think maybe big red butts. They got butt. A mandrill. Uh, I didn't know that was a type of. Yeah, well, they actually only uh, relatively recently 
were found to be their own um, mm. species. Evan thought that oh, they course. used to be thought to be That's a, a subset of baboons. But oh, right. Evan thought that mandrills was what happened when a man and a drill loved each other very <sighs> yeah. much. That's his auntie and uncle no, <laughs> origin no, story. No, no. Isn't, ma- is, uh, uh, isn't that a, a, a Pokemon or is that like a bee drill or something? That's a bee drill. Right. Uh, David goes on to say, they look like they're wearing face paint and butt paint. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, it's a mammalian, like mammals. Oh, right. Um, so, oh, yeah, right, most mammals aren't sorry, super yes. colourful. Uh, oh, sorry. He goes on to say, plus, according to Brass Eye, the original fake news, TV show, <laughs> yeah. they are capable of throwing a 12-stone man over 40 feet. And Queen Elizabeth I gave birth to a child resembling a mandrel by mistake. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's according to Brass Eye. And I'll... Oh, Brass Eye, the yeah. show. I missed you saying Brass Eye. I was like, huh? Chris Morris, this makes more sense. All right, continue. Uh, so thank you so much for your support, David, and that great message. Also, Liz Tigress uh, has written in to say, hers is the golden lion tamarind. They're mm. cute and tiny like me. Also, they have lion manes. Mm. They are great. And I like how you've called yourself cute and tiny. <laughs> um I think I've seen them at the zoo looking sad. Oh, that's oh. not good. Because they're so smart. Yes. Were they wearing hats? <laughs> maybe, maybe that's hidden under their manes. <laughs> A tiny fez. Oh, they're the, that's where they get their super intelligence. Mm. Yeah, the golden lion tamarins are great. Mm. They're, they're uh, cool looking. They're cool monkos. Yes. No, we don't call them. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. You've started a new thing. Mm. Thank you so much, Liz Tigress. If that is your real name, which I assume is. Nathan Hansen says, my favorite is the, I don't know what, oh, the Uta Hicks bearded Saki. Not only have they a great beard, but the hair on top of their heads looks like Mickey Mouse ears. Oh, what? Let me check this. Uta Hicks bearded Saki. Uta. Uta. Uta? It's a Simpsons character. Uda, the don't make me run. I'm full of chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Is that him? Yeah. There we go. Oh, oh that's buff, great. buff boy as well. Yes. Oh yeah, it. see that it's got funny sort of. They've got the computer screen face and a wife. You know what? It looks see. like look at his hair. It's either <laughs> what? It's either Mickey Mouse or one of the characters from Stranger Things. Yeah, it's got it's a really <laughs> it's a funny haircut yeah. with a with a middle part. I think I looked like that in high school. <laughs> That's a great funny cut. Google that at home. Yeah. Oh, look at this one. Look at that beard. That's oh, sick. Wow. Oh, wow. I've never seen beard. them. That's almost as big as your beard. That yeah. is an awesome looking. Do you reckon if you took your beard off, your head would be able to stay up? Yeah. It's I've... very lightweight. I, it just looks like it's holding it up like a stand, like a oh. kickstand on a motorbike. It could be. It's been a while since I've shaved. <laughs> I'm willing to give that a try, though. Thank you so much, Nathan. Great suggestion. Three great suggestions this week. And finally, oh, this is a classic suggestion from Zachary Nagao. N-G-O-W, Nyao? Yeah. Nyao or Nyao? Zachary says his favourite is the proboscis monkey. Great. Check out that nose. I like that shortened sweetness. Because, yeah, everyone knows they've got a big old dick nose on their face. <laughs> oh, yes. Have you, you haven't seen them? No, I know what you're talking about. Now. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. They are amazing looking. I'd never heard of them before this show. Really? So many of these I'd never heard of before this show. But... <laughs> Yeah, it's not the kind of thing you hear about a lot, but it is just oh, it's wild. Very, very it looks cute. like it's 
been made up by like Jim Henson or Wallace and, <laughs> the Wallace and Gromit people. Mm. Yeah, like that. yeah. Uh, well, that that is another great suggestion. Thanks so much, Zachary. Great suggestions all. Evan, have any of those uh, won you over from humans? That, that biscuits is pretty good, but no, not as good as a as a human. Okay. What has happened? Why is this? Ugh. What human- did humans do to you to make you like them so yeah. much? No, humans are great. I, uh, I walk among them. <laughs> you robot and motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, right. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. <laughs> Where can people find you all? Beck, you've got uh, oh, podcasts. Uh, well, yeah, you can catch me at Beckness on Twitter. On Instagram, I'm Beck Petratus. And... Uh, yeah, Kentucky Fried Chatting, uh, it's all there. You can listen to it. You can eat along with us uh, and get heartburn. And I'll put I'll put a link to those things in the show <laughs> notes if you if you need, rather than having, if you don't have yeah, a pen well, on you at the moment. That's true. Some people don't always carry a pen. Yeah. <laughs> I usually do carry a pen. But also we will be coming back, me and Xavier Michaelides and Peter Jones, very fun comedians, we're coming back with more Fast food based podcast choices are later in the year. We're just everyone's in different countries at the moment. So when we all come back together, that old excuse. No, success. (laughs) I'm the only one. I I mean, I could make my own podcast, but it'd just be me eating chips and being sad. That sounds fun. Sounds like a funny podcast. Okay. (laughs) I'll do that. I guess I'll have another chip. (laughs) (laughs) And Evan, they can find you on Gamey, 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 Game, the game show. Uh, Yes. It's not a game show. Gamey Game, yeah, get at Gamey Gamey Show, I think it is. What's the jackpot at? Twitter, what do you mean? No, there's no. Is it no, like a million? And what are we no playing prizes, for this week? There's no competition. Uh, it's just a uh, comedy chat show. I want the at-home board game of Gamey Gamey Game. Gamey Gamey Game at-home board game. This uh, has been another production of Gamey Gamey <laughs> Game Game Show. Pete Smith speaking. That would this, be great. Uh, this week's episode has Michelle Brazier and uh, and and Mark from uh, Auntie Donna, if you're a fan of them, um, and Naomi Higgins as well, who's who's a, a regular on the show. Mm. It's it, a really fun show, really it, funny episode. It's a really good episode. There's a joke about pickling that is mwah. great pickling joke. Great pickling. I reckon jokes. it's up there as far as pickling jokes go. It'll yes. be one of the one of the top, I look forward top to pickling out jokes. What pickling is <laughs> pickling. You know what pickling is? Make yes. it a pickle. Oh. You, put, you put you put what like cucumber in vinegar. I don't know uh, what you do, but pickling, you know, pickles. Oh, uh, pickling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're all pick- Yeah, I've always pickled all the time. I'm going to go pickle <laughs> up right now. People can find Primates at Primates Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and at gmail.com if you want to email. And uh, the Patreon link, if you need it again, is patreon.com slash pod. And is there anything else? I forget. You can find me on uh, the links below as well. That's Matt Stewart Comedy <laughs> usually. And please review us if you wanna on iTunes or wherever. Five stars, ideally, makes me feel real good. <laughs> I love that little boost that it gives me. Um, almost as much as I hate the one star opposite boost. Oh no! Oh, wow, that's but not nice. The the way to do it is give me five stars and then let me have it. You can be <laughs> negative with your words, but just not with your stars, and then everyone's a winner. Yeah, yeah. I and find also, it so interesting when you're looking at reviews for things and someone's like, this is terrible, five stars. They, they just don't know how to, I guess they just don't know how to review no, things. No, they're, ta- they're listening to my instructions <laughs> perfectly. 
Uh, so at the end of the episode, we always sign off with a classic primate-related sign-off, Beck, mm. as you would well know, and Evan, yes. and Evan too. Um, thank you both so much for joining us, uh, Evan and Beck. And as we always say here at Primates Podcast, ooh ooh ah ah, ooh ooh ah. <laughs> <laughs> podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.